Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Welcome, everyone, to the Film Vault. That's Anderson. I'm Brian Bishopry, host for today. Top five time, top five scenes of mass destruction inspired by the nonstop wall-to-wall mass destruction in Oppenheimer. I know. You know what? It actually kind of worked out. As I was doing the research, and then, you know, I saw the movie, and then I continued the research. I'm like, this is scratching the itch that I thought. Not that I don't think you or I, we don't go to movies for, like, the big destruction, unless... Unless that's implied. And you got a director who does things for real. And, you know, all the lead up for like over a year of it, you know, he actually built an atomic bomb. He was looking for isotopes. Uh, there was a big controversy. He actually made the explosion using aquariums and balloons. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the advertising in the film, both billboards and posters and in theater advertising uh, was centered around fire and explosives and mass destruction. And we're like, all right, guys, this is what the movie's all about. It's not a bad movie, but not at all. we were kind of just uh, sold. Let astray. But it's not Barbie. Bit of a trick. Barbie, a couple other uh, comps for Barbie that I, I was not able to recall uh, when I was uh, when we were talking about it uh, last episode. That's uh, 21 Jump Street. Mm. Some comps there. Yep, yep, yep. It's got as the well same as, fun, uh, uh, self-deprecating attitude. And a lot of, a lot of parallels to uh, Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, a, a much more mainstream, fun version, but sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Similar message. Similar? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Effectively, Barbie comes home and says, I'm sorry, but I think this is my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's been taken over. By an more, more plausible though than I, I then <laughs> then don't worry dar- darling <laughs> they both break low with the plausibility scale <laughs> they kind of do alright uh, I'm impressed we didn't even mention Will Ferrell I know he was kind of neither here nor there he was he, good yeah. but he made me laugh twice I think which is high for Will Ferrell because Will Ferrell gets a lot of mileage out of being Will Ferrell like he, he's got one note indeed but that note is great it's a pretty good note but small doses, I guess. He almost killed me once. Did he? How? Mm-hmm. Huh. You laughed so hard. Used to work at USC, right. and I uh, took the the Go old metro, on. and I uh, got the little good to cross guy. Uh huh. I'm leaving the USC campus. Yeah. And uh, this SUV doesn't oh. care, just makes it right in front of me. Literally, oh. as I'm stepping off, and I stop and do what you all do. You look the driver in the eye and give yeah. the what the fuck, dude. Yeah. You almost hit me. Yeah. And the guy just looks back and is making just as angry of a face, and it's Will Ferrell. That is odd. <laughs> and he almost ran me over. He was very mad at you. And then was giving me the look at like, oh, you should have walked into the road, dude. He might be doing that because he might do the same thing that I do, where like, if I stepped off and somebody almost hit me, 
I'd be like, oh fuck, that guy probably feels bad that he almost hit mm -hmm. me and I don't want to make it worse. So I will usually let them off the hook real easy. Maybe he was mad at you for being mad. Maybe. Yeah. But I also had this very conflicting thing of just fuck you, man. And also wait, that's Will Ferrell. I like Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's weird. It's very conflicting. I enjoy his work. Very conflicting. I almost killed all the Sheens once and that was me almost killing them. <laughs> You're on the other end. How'd yeah, you kill the I, Sheens? I, I was at a movie theater in Agora Hills, if you must know, back in like the 90s and I passed a parking spot. I'm like, oh, that was a good one. So I pack up and I... I saw some people in my review, but, but I'm like, I didn't day, think I was that close. The days before backup uh, cameras. What? The days before backup cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I saw some people. There might have been some scattering, but I didn't really think much of it. And I, I pull in, and then I'm walking up to the ticket booth. This is so long ago, you'd have to go buy tickets. Like, yeah, yeah. The, and it was like Martin Sheen, uh, Emilio, and there was somebody else uh, who recognizable. And I'm like, oh, my God. Is, Charlie Sheen? And they're like, Charlie Sheen. Well, Charlie, Charlie may have been there. And they're like, you almost, you almost killed us all. <laughs> you almost, did you not realize that? And I was so ashamed and embarrassed. I'm like, I'm very sorry, Sheen family. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Yeah. Sorry, Sheens. They would have invented TMZ just to put you on it. <laughs> sorry. They would, yeah, I would have had like a 10 year head start. Yeah. TMZ would have. Doom, doom, doom. All right. Uh, let's do mass destruction. Do you have fun with your, uh, with, with your research there, Brett? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. These were oddly enough fun scenes to watch from the, uh, except for one. One was not fun at all. One, mm. one was unfun. Interesting. Yeah. These should all be fun, there right? One is, one is unfun. Okay. Um. <sighs> I also pivoted off a couple of, uh, I would say, what I assume will be popular choices. Yeah. I kind of pivoted and went, uh, well, that's all too obvious. Okay. Well, I got some obvious ones. Uh, so I, I watched a number of medleys. Uh, as well as a bunch of, you know, just written research, reading stats, uh, going, you know, the IMDb, the, 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 the channels that we usually go through. Uh, and it occurred to me that we could have just done top five uh, destroying the Golden Gate Bridge scenes. That's true. The Golden Gate Bridge does suffer quite a bit. It suffers a lot. And then in the last uh, two decades, yeah. It, the last like five decades, I get they, every chance they get, they're just destroying that poor little red bridge. I have a, th I have a theory about that, which is, um, it's a pretty simple theory. Oh, really? I mean, they, they always hit landmarks that are recognizable. That's all true. They do. But there are many landmarks. You can do the, the 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 St. Louis Arch or Mount Rushmore. The reason they do the Golden Gate Bridge, so many of the uh, uh, CGI because Hollywood hates the gays. Well, no, some of the oh. CGI houses are in the Bay Area, and they see that all the time, and thus it sort of seeps into their mind. Hey, let's destroy the Golden Gate Bridge. You think it's that simple? They're like, oh, we are geniuses in our field, but we need to destroy <laughs> things. I see Red Bridge. We destroy Red Bridge. <laughs> Yeah, they they all live there. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like all the <laughs> like, and the, the first. Why people were so many movies centered in New York for the first fifty years of film? The first Hollywood, the first people they be wiped out by the wave, or like they look just like the family members that's of right. the, the people. I see family every day. We kill those people. Look like family. <laughs> My son dies first. It's <laughs> a bit of a deep pull. I think maybe Brian, it's if you if you are onto something, it might be that fucking bridge with the gridlock that I got to deal with every day. I'm gonna destroy. Let's it. destroy this motherfucker. I hate coming from Sausalito over this dump. Sausalito, good yeah. pull. You like that? It's you good. like that? I know your your area. <laughs> could have gone Moran. He could have gone uh, Mill Tiburon. Valley. Tiburon. He mm -hmm. could have gone Roner Park. I mean, there's any number of. Sausalito's right there, right? Yeah, you could have gone uh, San Rafael. Look, that little bridge does a lot of twisting and turning and breaking apart. A lot. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, also, I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and really enjoyed me some uh, practical effects. Yeah. And how, they, how they're done. And I spent more time than I should have, but probably have less information than I would like uh, on all my picks. I can tell you this. My number one 
Why is the back door still open? Because flies. Oh, I only closed the uh, bar. Because flies. I thought it was still toasty. Yeah, My number one I'll is... Close it. is can, the look AC look is at how on. upset Droid Boy is. The AC is on. For those of you tuning in on YouTube again, you can see Droid Boy continues. What's up? It's your boy. It's Droid Boy here. <laughs> going for, for, for procedure tomorrow. That's at the uh, 5 in the AMs. Are you going 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. Dude, we got a party Christ. tonight, though. You stay up all night? Yeah. God, I guess sweet, sweet propofol. I was right to sleep. Still be drunk for the procedure, bro. <laughs> that's how that's they like it. Oh, my God. Last time they I said had... no eating after midnight. Didn't say no drinking. <laughs> am I right? You're not going to do the, the fake Should've. high five? Bro, he used to do that to me back in the day. He'd do something really fratty like that, and then he would clap his hands, go, all right, high five, Anderson, and make it seem like I actually high fived him. Oh, it was that's, dirty. That's good. The last time I had a, uh, not to off-road too far here, but the last... I don't even know how much it's the store. Last time I had a, a, a scheduled procedure, it was a big one. It was when they took my rib out, rebroke my back, took my, one of my vertebrae out, took out all the metal that was in my back oh, and geez. put in all new screws. It was like one of those things where I knew I was going to be in the hospital for bionic, at man. least two weeks. I was going to be like laid out, not even able to be on my feet for like five days. Jesus. And I had a chest tube. which Did is they like catheterize you? Catheterized me again. So I want to know This was the that. second time I was in though, but this one was scheduled. The first one was, you know, I, the initial damage. And then it didn't take. The first surgery was like the metal was coming through my skin and out of my bone. So they had to redo it all. So that was on the calendar. And I, not only did I party really hard the night before, but I just, I did weird shit with my buddy Max. We went and, and we, oh God, this is so dumb, especially to, you know, it, this does not age well, but we put on ski masks and went to a, a gas station asking for like absurd items. You could have been shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I were like, where's your like WD-40 or something stupid like that? And, we're, and they're like, where's your ropes and duct tape? We did it at two or three different places too. The one guy that was so upset about it, like, and I, f I feel really bad looking back, but I mean, I was crazy, right? And I was like fucking 19, 20 years old. And he thought there was a chance you're going to die the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and my friend Max was always up for anything. So the one guy, he got really, really upset. Uh, at, rightfully so, right? He's like, take anything, take anything. We could have, but we didn't. We just were being jackasses. I think at one point we are uh, whatever we were looking for like flowers for a girl or something. it was stupid it was but we thought it was hilarious because we're not and then we went back like two hours later and i was dating a uh, a costume designer at the time so she had general uniforms like actual like generals like like what uh Jesus what uh, damon was wearing at times in uh oppenheimer we went back to the scene of the the non-crime and the guy sees us coming up and we're wearing the sunglasses absurd middle of the night and he unlocks the door and he lets us into this like little mobile gas station and uh, then we just That's proceed way, to, we proceed to act like we're gay lovers and we're asking for like the extra thick uh, condoms or stuff. we thought it was hilarious I still have Jeez, a Polaroid <laughs> picture I still have the condoms <laughs> no I got a Polaroid picture of the two of us dressed up like uh, generals right before we went for there the guy was very nice and I actually felt oh, that's bad that's the listener art right in there the, in the midst yeah right but that Leave was me out of this so what I'm saying is we should do something special for you. Oh, for me. Yeah, because you yeah, got a procedure I, I, tomorrow. You know what would be really special? Wrap this up early bedtime. Oh. That sounds great. We got top five Tom Cruise running scenes too to do tonight. I gotta finish eating by midnight. Don't make a gremlin joke. I'm I no, it's actually good. I should have done that. No, it's actually not. <laughs> don't get me wet. I can't wait. I'm a fucking gremlin. I can't get wet. I can't get these things wet. I'm not not allowed to take a shower. Oh. You can't feed me after midnight. Mm -hmm. I'm a fucking gremlin. Can you dress up like a general? I'm a mogwai. Can you dress up like a general? I could. Wait, let's, I mean, no. Let's no, go to a convenience with, store, bro. Not with what I have on hand. Let me show you how the half lives. Let's how go. Live. YOLO, bro. YOLO. I feel like it's a more dangerous time. Droid boy it would is. do it. It's, I would never dream of doing anything like that because I'm an adult now. Also, because of the times. Like, it's just different. Like, and they could film you. People would see uh, you yeah, immediately, yeah. yeah. 
that poor fight. I mean, you know that guy t- still tells the story, though. He's like, I almost got robbed, and then two generals came in, and they seemed to be in love with each other. Like an hour later. Not related. Sir, did you hit your head? <laughs> the two things unrelated. <laughs> Sir, carbon dioxide. Isolated incidents. We were looking for Cherry Pez one of the times. That was what we were frantic about. Where's your Cherry Pez? Where? Stupid. Just stupid 90s bullshit. Okay. Uh, I know. I can't believe you're here today. All right. Let's get into top five. I'm an adult now. I have a child, and I'm a responsible human being. All right. Let's go. All right. Come, come a long way. Uh, I want to go. My, I like my number one. My number two. No, sorry. My number two. My number one is heroin. Heroin. Upsetting. Heroin. Her, it's heroin. Heroin. It's, it's the heroin scene. Yeah, I got some. Uh, you, you, of course, they're on your list. I, I'd be shocked if they weren't type, you know, real obvious, but for good reason. Uh, I got, like, like I said, my number one is shocking. But when I actually researched, I'm watching it. I'm like, wow, that looks good. I don't remember it looking that good. And I didn't like this movie. This movie annoyed me. I think I might have liked its twin better, but these effects look fantastic. And then I, I went down the uh, uh, the research hole there, and uh, it's really impressive some of the shit that they did. Huh? This is you know some of the stuff predates the CGI, which kind of makes everything boring. There's a, a, a slew, a rash of these movies that came out like in the uh, 2000 aughts and whatnot. And I skipped skipped a whole bunch of them because it was just the same CGI wave doing the same thing over and over. Now we're going to destroy this that or this city or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. So there 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 was a surge of them in the like seventies, right? The disaster films, the Irwin Allen disaster films, Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, Yeah, there was there was earthquake, fucking a, airplane, brick of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's one way of putting it. Uh, Charlton Heston. I oh yeah, I can't, I can't, Mm. I cannot. His, his his hands are dead and cold somewhere. Yeah. So you're okay. Yep. You must especially hate him because he had real strong thoughts on race mixing. And yet he wasn't he, he was very progressive. Was he? In the sixties, yeah. There's a oh, camp in the with, time, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe he just lost his mind. He he's stuck there. He's stuck in the sixties. Uh, I'm looking forward to Brian's descent. When he starts unraveling. He unironically goes, I don't think Avery can work on this anymore. Yeah. It's just like all right, that joke is old. It's like not a joke. Something to me. Yeah, something One joke. About, not a joke. All right, let's go. Let's go. Brother. You go first. All right, number I five. I always go first. Number five. You do not. Number five for me is a, a movie that we both uh, enjoyed quite a bit. It uh, came out in 2012. and Not on my list. Wait, maybe it is. It, it's a movie that I still have uh, misgivings about because I am a man. I'm, I, I'm Barbie. I'm Knuff, though. But when Naomi Watts was desperately trying to stay alive from the uh, the impossibly large tsunami wave that mm-hmm. she survived and got separated from her children, uh, Uma McGregor and her two sons, one of which is uh, uh, Spider-Man himself. Oh, Holland, yeah. Tom Holland. Uh, her, her, her boob came out a couple times, and I felt really bad mm-hmm. that I was like, ooh, look. Naomi, Catching a glimpse. It's, it's just being a man sucks. You have no control. I mean, I'm watching the impossible. I'm engrossed endless. in this drama. Yeah, and she's so beat up, and she's like, and she's such she's a great actress. She's raped by the ocean. She, Brian, she's well, such, she's giving her all. I mean, she's funny, because she does a lot of B-rolls, too, like B-movies, and like, you mm-hmm. know, um, slocky films, but like, in this movie, Naomi Watts is like, superb. And uh, she's really going through the paces. You can tell that she probably had, you know, hard time just getting to sleep at those nights on the days of shooting and stupid man brains like ooh nipple boob go- boob good same thing with the uh, human centipede i'm like oh yeah that's unfortunate this. but look at they're they're topless they're fucking and then i'm just yelling at myself in my head it sucks being a man guys for uh, those of you who don't know it's, it's very dumb and pointless <laughs> very dumb but the impossible is one of the most impressive uh, natural disaster movies 
uh, I've ever seen. I think Indeed. Brian, you can attest to that. And oh, I love this movie. The obviously there's a quite a bit of CGI, uh, but the CGI is rendered very well, and they also did some actual, you know, whole lot of practical effects. And I was watching how they, you know, had the dunk tank, and they had yeah. they were doing it in larger and larger increments. But uh, you've seen The Impossible? I have not. It's it's a ride. It's a ride. It's emotionally it? impactful. No. It's funny. It was kind. It was. And you it's cry large, by the time it's over. It's a large scale movie with big time movie stars, but it was kind of a smaller movie in that I don't think crowds were flocking to see a very realistic depiction. Not a lot of, of fans tsunami, but then it's also really, really good. Yeah, it 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 earns all the emotion that it pulled out of me, anyways. And I think it was almost too soon for me. It was almost too oh, close to tsunami. Yeah, the the tsunami was in oh uh, four and the movie in twenty twelve. So less maybe than a I, I I don't know. Hmm. It just didn't seem that interesting. I bet if it comes out today, I would see it, but it just didn't seem that interesting to me. At the, I will say it's very excellent, and it's not a waste of your time at all. It's just, it is, I mean, it's heavy. It's I also think as a college kid, I wasn't running out. Yeah, to. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Who, who's the enthusiastic audience for yeah. this movie? This was up for uh, an Oscar. It was nominated for uh, for one Oscar. Best Supporting Actress, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Pretty sure it's Naomi Watts. Yeah, performance by an actress in a leading role. Naomi a leading Watts, actress. leading leading mm. actress. And I'm over here going, look at her boob. Look at her that, talented that was, boob. That was the clip they showed, just her boob. <laughs> this one almost didn't make the list, but it's worthy of talking about. So I, I put it on there because it is really impressive, but it's not really the mass destruction that will show up in later uh, mm. picks. Uh, on my list, well, you don't. Counts as mass destruction. You get like the the water coming in. They don't even show the wave coming off that one where it, where it first comes. They can, it's genius. They they can see it on the other side of the structures. They can hear it like you know, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like King Kong or Godzilla. And then they see the trees coming down, and then Jurassic the waves Park. come over, and Tom Holland jumps into the in the pool. And good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Great movie. The Impossible. Number five for me. I'm going back, Anderson. I'm going way back. I don't know if this counts as way back. It's 1972, and the aforementioned Poseidon Adventure, the rogue wave in the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, you are going. Yeah. Sorry to step on that. That's all right. You mentioned it. It's worthy of being mentioned. Directed Ernest Borgnine, Shelley Winters. Ronald Neem, and Erwin Allen. This is a fun fact. Not about the wave, but about the movie. Easy, buddy. Yeah, quiet. You right? Yeah, fine. Uh, this was the, so this was released December 12th of 72. It was the highest grossing movie of 73. It was a big, big, huge hit. Um, that was back when they'd stick around forever too, cause they had nowhere else to screen yeah, them, right? Exactly. So they're like, we're not giving it to you just yet. HBO sit, sit tight. It made twice as much as the number two movie, which was deliverance. Mm. Mm. Both very fun movies. Yeah. Fun, Jeez. enjoyable nature <laughs> films. Uh, and by the end of 1974, it was the number six highest grossing film ever. Two Oscar wins and seven nominations. Uh, did we, do, we did practical effects, and I think this might have been on there. Inter yeah, because it was, this uh, set was all, all practicals. Amazing. Like they, and uh, Frank Drebin as a uh, very straight role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, Frank Drebin. He's, the, he's, the, uh, he's the, the, the boat captain. He's not having any of the little kids' uh, nonsense. Got to go down with the ship. That's right. Got to go down he with the ship. He had no choice. Yeah. All right, good choice, right? Yeah. But of course, the ship flips upside down on New Year's Eve. People are hanging from the tables. It's great. It's, it's, did, it's a remarkable scene. I looked at it. I just, I didn't feel like the, the ship was enough to call it mass destruction, but the impossible, also same thing. Like, I shouldn't have had that oh, you didn't necessarily. So we should define mass destruction. Small floating. What do you consider mass? I consider city. like either total loss, uh, loss of many lives, um, or or some version of that. What do you, what do you, how do you, I don't know how to define Mass destruction. Just like 
it's right there in the title, like a lot of destruction. And I, I just considered like a, a boat with, sure, there's a lot of people on there, but it's just like, you know, one little little boat. Same it's with the impossible. Ship, but it's probably something like 2,000. So you're thinking like board. tens of thousands. Yeah, tens of thousands. Yeah. I mean, we could have just done Mar- stuck with Marvel movies. And- so I'm sorry that there weren't enough people killed in 9-11 for you. Not tens of thousands. What in the fuck? I'm sorry. What in the fuck? Yeah, apparently. Uh, it's like I want to do United 93. That's the second week that United 93 has come up. You know, it is mass destruction because the plane's going down. But, you know, it's. Number it's, four for me is United 93. Hey, any Marvel movies come out this this uh, summer? Is this a marvelous summer? No, we had. Um, it's been a marvelous summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's been marvelous, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. Was there any? Yes, early on. There was. Uh, what the oh, thing? there was Man. some shit I didn't see. Fuck Ant Man. Well, that was like February. Was it? It yeah. felt like a while. Well, either way, it was this year. Yeah, but like, there was something, something more recent, wasn't no, it? No, they got the Flash over there. They there got was Guardians. Oh, God, Guardians. Blue Guardians. Right? Guardians. Oh, of course. Jesus Christ. It was one of the good ones. Stupid. I'm dumb. I'm really dumb. Blue Damn Beetle. It was February. Hmm? Blue Beetle needs to get the fuck out. Blue Beetle can eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. The trailer is uninspiring. <laughs> I really, really dislike everything about that movie. I hate it. It looks like everything we've already seen, but more. Yeah. yeah. But again. But again. It's like, come on, you it, guys. It feels like... <laughs> there are so many creative people out there. It feels like they saw a Happy Meal toy and went, let's make a movie. I don't even know what the toy would be. Like, they just Shazam. plucked it. and went. It's oh, no. just so... <laughs> you nothing. Guys, you guys keep talking. I'm and gonna, it's very uh, Spider-Man. Gonna gonna talk, but so hey, nothing. Giovanni. Uh, Take me off the email. He doesn't like to the, the email you're typing right he now. He doesn't like it. Delete my name. It's like the R, like RC Cola of, of Marvel. RC, no, RC Cola is oh, great. Like Get out. Royal Crown. How do they not shelve this one when they shelved the other one? Right? I, I thought they were know. like, oh, they figured out what their tone is and it's good. No. No, it's not. It's not good. Their tone is still very bad. Uh, I have no. thoughts, but I can't be people, sad on the show. People like people like the like the Flash. Though. What, what are the thoughts? I, I can't I, say. I hope you canceled. Oh, uh, Really? Are you going like a Hispanic thing? Uh, it, no comment. If anyone no, should be upset, no it's comment. the Hispanic community. They should be like, can't we get our own fucking cool thing? Like, does it have good. to be like, wow. Yeah. Does it have I to be, think it's like hoping. the Ghostbusters girls. It's like, can't they, can't the, the, the girls have their own thing or oh, they yeah, have to have like, like what's like already been used. Ocean's eight. It's like, why must yeah. it be an ocean? I think they're hoping for a black Panther situation. But Black does Panther not seem as was cool unique, as Black Panther. At least. Yeah, it was something new and from a different part of the the world. Every don't say Brown Panther. Don't I, I, say I, Brown, I, Brown Beetle. Never say that. Brown oh, Beetle. Brown Beetle. No, it's yeah. I understand like the canceled thing, but I I think that there's I I think that if anything should be canceled, it's the goddamn studio for just doing trying to do a cash grab with the Latino audience. And like, yeah. yeah, don't come watch this, even though it's not original. Or good. Yeah, or good. Maybe it's good. Okay, yeah, I was thinking. I'm like, I really hope that I just fucking love this movie and I'm gonna eat all of these thoughts. Uh, yeah. We fast forward two months, you guys. Blue Beetle fucking. You thought you liked Barbie. It happens Check sometimes. Who directed Blue Beetle? It doesn't matter. Okay, fucking Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's offensive. It's I'm offensive. I'm going back someday. <laughs> I'm so glad that you said. <laughs> I can't even explain why I just hate it. It's because it's the it's just the lack of original. Oh, and then I. It saw really it. felt like oh. a very, uh, oh, you know, it was about as original as uh, my big fat Greek wedding three. three. Do you know they have a shot in there where the uh, all the ladies are walking in slow motion and then they put sunglasses on? Oh, fuck. Like a, a line, a line they're, across. Uh, they're, they're cool. They're cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wasn't sure if they were cool. And then I saw that they're all on a line walking well, towards the camera in slow motion. I'm like, holy fuck, they're cool. I didn't know. Don't let their age belie their, their lack of coolness. Right. They can still be cool. Oh, my God. You know what I hated the most? Oh, actually, I verbalized this and my sister got mad because she doesn't you know like any kind of. But the trailers before Barbie were 
atrocious. Atro- Some of the most because we're getting the September, assault. the September big studio dumping ground. It's it usually was, really oh bad. Oh my god! Uh, the end of the Beatle, the end of the trailer. If you remember the big laugh that they had built into that. I've seen two separate no. trailers for it. Which what was the big laugh? I think it's her, his mom or something. And oh, she has the a big grandmother, yeah, yeah. The gra- abuela. Oh my fuck! No, and Nana, Nana. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I didn't even realize. I'm like, who, who's making that noise? And it was me. I was going, ah, ah, ah. Like, shut up! And it was me. It was me making the noise. It's upsetting. <laughs> my sister like smacked me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just it was it was it's involuntary. Involuntary. I was. Oh my god, my rage meter. But <laughs> my buddy in the middle of the trailer just turns to me and goes, "Who's it for? Who's it for? <laughs> Who's it for? It should be banned." The trailer is uninspiring. Oh, number four for you. Number four for me. Sorry for that diatribe. I, I really do feel like like Latino population should be offended, right? Shouldn't they be like, "This is what you guys are giving us"? Uh, it's just, I'm offended. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'm completely that. wrong. Maybe it's like I don't know. Zendaya having a threesome over there with the uh, tennis dudes. You see that one? Okay, here we go. Now what's that? I'm back in. What? (laughs) Number four, going all the way back to 1978 with some really, really good practical as well well as front projection uh, uh, effects, Brian. Talking about Superman, the original Superman. Oh, yes, there's mass destruction. And there's a scene in particular, which we've all seen this movie too many times, right? Uh, Especially if you're of uh, our generation here. Uh, I watched this probably a year and a half ago with, with my uh, then five-year-old boy, I was, I was uh, shocked to see the kind of humor that was passable back oh then. Oh, my God. It was just like open like uh, sexual assault, like sure. especially the one that I cited that was most egregious was uh, the, the, the woman that, if you recall, the floozy that they have yeah. in there with the red dress. And uh, they use her because uh, they need to get Ned Beatty on to like the nuclear uh, missile head, right. uh, which is like being transported by the army, and their big plan, Lex Luthor's big plan, is to. Oh, she's on the side of the road. Yeah, they they stage a fake car accident and they put her in her red dress, like in the middle of the road. So when the army comes across her, they they're like, "Oh, a woman in distress." Will be comp- the entire regiment comes out of the abandons their vehicles, ho- pulling like a nuclear yep. fucking, and, and they all surround her. Like when a player is injured on the field. Yeah. yeah. It's a huddle. Perfect yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah. It is a huddle of like 20 army dudes. And then the, the guy in charge, right? Uh, he goes, uh, I'm going to have to. He's like, get off of her, private. She needs mouth to mouth, but it needs to be me. And then he has them all. Everyone sort, turn around. Circle I'll, up. About, and he says, face. about face. And he gets down and then it cuts away. And it's supposed to be a big like, <laughs> he's about to he's about to have his way with this passed out car wreck woman. <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> that's the joke at best he's molesting her I'm like a six year old boy watching this going that's funny I guess I, I guess I laugh now <laughs> he's gonna touch her boobs probably because he thinks she's passed out from head trauma <laughs> I'm the nephew of an aunt I know three Jews <laughs> the three Jews was funny we're talking Barbie again that was that I was the only one that laughed at that I'm like am I not supposed to laugh there was a lot of stuff people didn't laugh at. We're it talking now. Barbie here. There's a lot of mile a minute. Like, That's Will Ferrell. Probably be funnier the next time. All right. Um, talking about Superman. So when when the nuclear blast goes off, which is the train reaction, which causes an earthquake, if you recall, right. like, along the Andreas Fault. So like it causes like the earthquake. A whole bunch of shit hits the fan, right? One of which is uh, Lois Lane is driving down the street and like we see the actual Doesn't earth she opening fall into up. A crevasse? She does fall into a crevasse. And that was really interesting how they did that too. Like they actually were crushing the car while she was in it back at a crushing yard and then doing the pullback where like they had the car actually in there and pouring dirt on her and whatnot. Uh, and then hard to see why she went insane. The scene with the, <laughs> the scene with the school bus on the uh, Golden Gate Bridge 
uh, and this Golden Gate Bridge yeah. is like, it's, it's very realistic, especially for 1978. It looks really good. They were using miniatures, but mm. it looks fantastic. So I know we're not doing top five practical effects, but he's also in the it's center, of, center of the earth trying to, you know, he actually undoes. <laughs> What's funny too is the sequence is like he, he undoes the earthquake by going and holding up the mantle of the earth. Right, yes, yes. But that's not the big, then he goes and he saves the school bus kids and lays down his track for the Amtrak. Like and then he goes back in time, right? Yeah, well, he gets really sad about Lois Lane, yeah. And but he, doesn't he spin and thus create like a drill effect? Or am I thinking of something else? That oh, might have been a different a movie. Because he, he just used, used the Earth's opening and went in okay, there. Okay. But uh, a, a whole lot of shit's happening, especially in Southern California, for that scene. And uh, it, it hit the mark for me. It was very, very good. Mass Destruction, 1978's Superman. Also, there's a great shot in there. And I found out how that was done. And I was wrong in watching this in the past. He flies, so he's with Lois Lane, and he flies, and this might be really boring, and like just nerdy like uh, film shit, but he, she like says goodbye to him, and he flies off of her rooftop, right? And then it doesn't cut away. It follows her, and she like thinks of the name Superman, and then she goes inside of her apartment, and Clark Kent comes in the door, and I thought that they just had him on wires, and they pulled him around the side, and he got into the Clark Kent stuff, like maybe he had 20 seconds, and yeah. But no, like he wasn't actually even in that they did the front projection thing again. So she was waving goodbye to film of oh. Superman in 1978. And then Clark Kent was like, Christopher Reeve was actually just out front waiting for his cue, but it was all one. Yeah, yeah. And it was the kind of thing where I didn't even recognize it when I was a little kid, but that I've seen it since when I was watching with Atticus Trick like a year shot. and a half ago. I'm like, that's really impressive. They got him around out of the Superman thing in 20 seconds. But yeah, apparently like it took an hour for them to do the, the back and forth. So it was actually a trick shot. And you can kind of, if you, if you know what you're looking for now, you can kind of see it. But that, I found that. I can picture that because I remember like, wow, they really got him there fast. Very, very interesting. Yeah. I, I found it to be interesting. I thought he had a twin when I was a kid. I thought he had a twin. That would explain a lot. Yeah. So an obvious choice that I'm pivoting away from uh, is, uh, of course. <laughs> I don't want to say why I hate Blue Beetle. I don't want to get canceled. Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing not to hate about that movie. <laughs> Really? <laughs> if it was all white people, it would be, there'd be no reason. Oh, then we could just really, uh, I, I feel like we already did though. I don't, I don't know how, how much harder we can go. Uh, with okay. Go. I have no thoughts. I mean, it's so bad. It's going to make me not like Coco. <laughs> That's pretty bad. All right. Now, now, now we're, now we're getting close to like, uh, okay. Uh, Number four for me, a uh, worthy choice. And I expect it maybe to be on the listener list eventually, uh, but uh, would be uh, Terminator 2, of course, Judgment Day, uh, Sarah Connor's vision of what would happen. Good choice. Uh, and it's not my choice. Oh. Uh, but what happened, the mass explosion in Terminator 2, it kills everyone, turns them to fucking paper, right. burns them in their, where they sit. And it's a... Uh, Excuse me, on a small. It's a harrowing scene. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to pivot because we talk she turns about, to a skeleton. She does. We talk about Terminator After 2 doing a lot. Heroin. It's yeah. a great scene. What, what about heroin? <laughs> you keep saying harrowing, and it sounds like heroin. Yeah, it does sound like. She's the heroine of the film. Um, it's uh, it's a great scene, but it, we talk about Terminator 2 a little too much. So I'm actually going to pivot. It comes up on this show a lot. We. We like yes, like in French. No, like you. Yes, you talk I, about. I, I tend to talk about the film a lot. However. I am going to talk about Judgment Day in Terminator 3. Ah. Terminator mm. 3, one of the few good scenes in the movie, Rise of the Machines, uh, from 2003, directed by Jonathan Mostow, is 
So it's a bit of a spoiler for Terminator 3. If you're avoiding seeing this movie till now, uh, <laughs> beware that I'm going to talk about how it ends. Uh, the Terminator gives uh, John Connor uh, coordinates to take him and Claire Danes to the, uh, what he thinks is like the root of Skynet, right? So they can, they can stop Skynet and finally prevent Judgment Day. Turns out it's a fallout shelter, and he's been tricked because he realizes, the Terminator realizes, there's nobody to avoid Judgment Day. We're just going to get John Connor to a safe place so he can assume leadership role in the resistance when that eventually comes. Mm-hmm. And we see what actually ends up becoming Judgment Day after they've avoided it and pushed it back so many times throughout the series, throughout number one, number two, and now number three, it actually happens. And uh, it's a uh, it's an oddly poignant scene for an otherwise kind of trash movie. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the the missiles fly the the ballistic missiles mm-hmm. and uh, sets the Earth on fire essentially, and we have uh, mass destruction, nuclear nuclear holocaust. Yeah, it's a cop out though. It's all, it's all under cloud cover. We don't get to see shit. No, that's good, though, because uh, it's not all under cloud cover. All. But that's, uh, that's Just a, watched it. That's a very all. nice scene where there's like explosions <laughs> under the clouds. I like that. I think it's actually one of the better scenes and otherwise not great movie. Like if it wasn't the Earth uh, being destroyed, it would be like nice for the astronauts for the 4th of July. That's right. Look at, look at those celebrations yeah. down there. I wish the Christian Bale one was good. That should have been good. I'm, I'm been. above market on that one. I think it is actually a good, good movie. Oh, yeah? Terminator Salvation? Yeah, I like that movie. I don't think it's great. I don't think it holds a candle like number one, number two. It is a bit of a downer. It was distracting. It was McGee trying to be serious. It was distracting. But it, there's some really good stuff in there. Like the meltdown on set. Yeah, that's that, the that, best that, thing to come out of that. That's the best thing that's going to come out of that, yeah. <laughs> it was distracting. It was a memorable part. All right, number uh, three. Three. Three for me. Yeah, this is a... <sighs> three for thee. It's Armageddon. I mean, Armageddon is so much fun to watch the uh, destruction occur. This would be a good watch. Uh, Nineteen ninety-eight. It was. They were. They were. They were starting to wet their feet uh, with the mass destruction uh, CGI stuff here. I think they did it very effectively with Armageddon. You get to see all the different landmarks going at the same time, and people flying and, and dying. And you always have that this thing too. The, it's obligatory. Go you, you got the uh, the people running through the streets with a lot of cars, right? You, you got a lot of people. Uh, you always have that shot. Oh yeah, of sure. people running through the streets. Uh, it's almost the same shot. They could just take stock footage from each other and just save a bunch That's of like right. time and money. We don't even know at this point. I'm sure the studios would like to do that because they wouldn't have to pay all those people. But yeah, so number, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time. Is on this the movie you alluded to earlier where you went back and watched and were like, "Yeah, not bad." No, that's my number one. Oh. Yeah. This might be top five guilty pleasures for me. Armageddon's good. I've cried every time I've seen this movie. Cried? I've cried every time. I mean, it's good, but it's not cr- Multiple times. Really? What makes you cry? I get dusty like three times at the end. Really? Yeah. What is it? We, I feel like we should watch that just as like, you know, friends of Avery to try to figure out what <laughs> yeah, makes what, him tick. What, what's going on with this guy? What makes you tick? It's all the Bruce Willis stuff. Is it the Bruce Willis stuff? Yeah. I'll probably make you cry even more now. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. probably. Yeah. Because Armageddon's, yeah. I'm dusty. Yeah. Your father was a great man. Dust. Dust. <laughs> oh, no. My number, uh, my next one's 98 as well. Jesus Christ. All right. Brian. Uh, number three for number me. Number three for you is. Three for me is uh, not 1998. It's 2016. Uh, I would, I was I'm pivoting again, pivoting once again. Yep. Because I imagine maybe some listener list, maybe not, but a worthy inclusion would be the destruction of, uh, of Alderaan in uh, Star Wars, of course. It's not his pick. That's not my pick. He likes to do the thing I'm where pivoting. he's like, I'm pivoting. he could be just stepping all over my pick, but you know, I do the same thing sometimes. You do. 
Sick. You might be stepping on the listener's Sick. pick Sick. or the listener's pick as well. But I mean, he did the last one too. He was talking about uh, Terminator and uh, we got to see her, the heroine. You got him with Poseidon Adventure though. That's true. I did. I did. I started this. I apologize, Brian. Okay. However, I'm yeah. going with uh, the Battle of Scarif from Rogue One, mm-hmm. uh, 2016, where uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, where the Empire uses its new weapon on uh, the the, uh, the Scarif, the Battle of Scarif, Scarif. Uh, not the Scarif, on the battle happening down at Scarif, where the uh, rebellion is trying to uh, intercept slash steal the plans for the Death Star, and they're like, nope, no, that's going to happen. We're going to fire our new uh, laser weapon at this uh, at this thing and make it all go away. And there's a very poignant scene where uh, some of our some of our hero- heroes and heroines uh, maybe get uh, uh, overwhelmed by the uh, mass destruction. Do you get dusty? I think I actually got dusty the first time I saw it. Yeah? yeah. You like that Rogue One. Rogue Have One's either of you seen Andor yet? God no. damn it. You, you know need what? to see I Andor heard, when you're getting good. better. Brian's not a real good. Star Wars nerd. He just parades around his one. I actually saw Kenobi. Was that alright? God damn it. Yeah, I know. God damn it. Right? Andor. Andor is good, right? It's, like it's made him, for you. It's like you send him to a restaurant for a specialty. Like, right, they have like the greatest Peking duck you've ever tasted. And he's like, yeah, I went and I, I tried the fried salad. rice. It wasn't very good. Yeah. It's like, no, the, Pe- the Peking duck. Obi-Wan. I can't say anything without overselling it. See, see goddamn Andor when you're getting better. Yeah, it's, I, I heard it's all story, though. I heard it's not as fun. It's all story. It's a like really impressive story, is what I've heard. I'm going to freak out. And yeah. slash or. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell if you're fucking with me. I'm going to lose it. I've heard it's not that fun. I've heard it's all like intricate storytelling. That's impressive. I haven't seen it, but I heard the same thing from you just now. (laughs) Does anyone ever talk to you about things? Like, how did you watch Obi-Wan? Didn't the word get back to you that you shouldn't do that before you watched it? It's not bad. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. I'm it resigning. Wasn't. Let's I'm, take a I'm break. The show. Let's take a break. I'm done with the show. Let's take a quick little break. Oh, right. I hate this show. Avery's got to collect himself. More <laughs> scenes of ass destruction after we talk about Ass destruction. Right, right. right. Come on. It? You're better than that. No, really not. Should I see Andor, though? God damn it. <laughs> I, heard, <laughs> I heard the book above that was was pretty good. <sighs> no one saw Andor and it's goddamn criminal. It's fucking, ah. I've heard, every fired up. I've heard things. First Barbie now this. <sighs> What's it's better, better, Andor? It's better than Barbie. Wow. It's a thousand times better than Barbie. A thousand. And Avery wants to marry Barbie. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. Jesus, Brian. <laughs> the wife's in the other room. It's fucking, she actually has a lot. It's a dinner with my mom. You could have just gone with the other rooms. Thing. You didn't have to. She's in another room in another place. Mm-hmm. Another. You know what's weird? What's that? I don't know if this is the right place. The right, the right like Brian hasn't seen Andor? I haven't seen your mom in a while. Just caught up with her about, I don't know, hey, 45 hey, minutes. Hey, hey. Tread carefully. <laughs> I introduced her to Avery, right? Uh, your mom reminds me a lot of somebody. Okay. Is it me a TV reference on again? No. Somebody you know. Somebody yeah. you know well. Is it Jillian? No. Somebody Opposite well. of Jillian. Tell me. Your wife. Yep. I mean, I can see that. Wow. A lot like Christy. Oh, really? Your mom is a lot like Christy. Okay. I got, if I, if I had to guess, like it's Christy's great women. She just, she talks like her. She acts like her. There's a lot of similarities, Brian. I'm just saying it's an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we worked on Loveline long enough to know that uh, girls look for unconsciously uh, models of their father and their partners. And uh, maybe I unconsciously look for a model of my mother. Or or consciously. Because I mean, it's spot on. (laughs) 
I, it was not conscious of that much. Like if I was casting Christina movie women. and I had a, I had a, a flash forward scene, I mean, your mom would just be right there for, I think physically there was definitely they, the much. way that they, they, they manifest oh, their I speech, see. speech. And, uh, yeah. Okay. If a woman is dating me, her dad usually is a terrible hairline. Yeah. I usually suss that out. And it's you, usually true. Are you, are you usually like prepared for that when you No, But I'm like, that's, that's why I'm in there. Mm-hmm. Your dad is a horrible hairline. So yeah, I feel good about that. Christy's dad is a great man. So you and Avery you would, uh, that's right. you and you, you and Brian would be uh, competing. Yes. All right. Let's get to the, uh, let's get to the movies. <laughs> I mean, let's get to the Amazon. All right, let's just do it. We couldn't have been in the same frat. We couldn't have been in the same frat. Things purchased on the Amazon <laughs> link. Let's sit up Anderson and Brian.com include. Hey guys, thanks for uh, tapping that link and buying things such as someone got three ring floodlight cams, bedjet three climate control for beds, as well as a bedjet cloud sheet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better time for that. <laughs> Toby, Vivid M, uh, V3 Monosuit, Ego Power Plus Cordless Leaf Blower, Brother Wireless Laser Printer, and Brother Genuine Super High Yield Toner Cartridge. 509 Altitude Carbon Fiber Helmet was purchased. Oh, and this was a nice blast from the past, Anderson. Astronaut ice cream? No. Oh. We watched your tongue. That was a thing. You remember that era? Yeah. Were you listening? I don't think it. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, was, that was a weird era for the film ball. No, Anderson. Someone, uh, a couple of people clicked through and got uh, got uh, textbooks. Mm. I thought our audience had aged out of textbooks. We no. sold a couple. Although maybe they have like high school kids. Oh, my God. Hey, it's back to school time. New generation of Film Vault listeners. Think about that. Someone got rules of thumb for maintenance and reliability engineers. And someone got general chemistry, the essential concepts. Yeah, I guess your kid. It's wow, like, some of you have kids that are like like book like uh, textbook age. Hydrogen. Thanks for thinking of us. AC, that's you. AC Infinity Air Trap Booster Fan. Helium. Embark Breed Identification Kit. That's stuff for identifying the breed of your dog. All right. It says this is the most reliable. Amazon Fire HD8 tablet. What? Can't just Google image that shit. You should be able to. Golf Guru Golf Mat. Two Apple pencils uh, were sold. Nutrafol men's hair growth supplements. Rude. The Ridge men's minimalist ad- aluminum wallet. Dr- Ow, there's a fly. My, there's a fly in my electrodes. <laughs> 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 Dreamwear full face headgear. Ugh. Nice town. Nice town. Sleek blackout curtains. Someone got themselves uh, some Scotch thermal laminating pouches. And finally, last but not least. Some good listener, some faithful, supportive listener, help themselves to Vowik, 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 cordless vacuum. I gotta wait for this. Cleaner. Brian not seeing Andor. I'm still stuck in my craw. Would be like if Jim Cummings made a TV show that got nothing but rave reviews and Anderson had no interest in seeing it. That'd be that'd be strange. I couldn't I I couldn't wrap my head around that. All right, what service is it on? I I can't. I can't. Disney Bro. I can't. Here are the movies that were clicked through. Wait, no, 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 shut shut that down. You seem agitated. Oh, Kenobi. If I said that I like Jim Cummings though, that would be more that would be more like it. Yeah, that's if I'm like, I think Jim Cummings is pretty good. I, I haven't seen Thunder Road yet, but people say they like it. I did see, you know, Snow Wolf Hollow and uh, and uh, Beta Test. So I mean, it would have to be like that because yeah. Brian's like, yeah, he identifies as a Star Wars nerd. But I mean, you talk to a six year old daughter and she'll tell you that he's not. It's true. That Twelve is true. episodes Ooh, from the mouth Sounds of like babes. Commitment. 
Somebody clicked through and got Blade Runner 2049, one of the best looking movies you'll ever see. Somebody had the uh, the wherewithal to watch Come and See, one of the harder uh, World War II films ever uh, ever committed to film. Point of view of a small child wandering the, uh, the hillside. Oh, come and see a lot of really disturbing shit in that comes in 1985. Clerks 3 was clicked through. A lot of disturbing shit in that as well. Frozen Planet 2. I saw the. Uh, you have not fr- seen Clerks 3. No, that you're was, right. That was the one that was. I'm assuming. Thinking about the fact that it exists. Yeah. It disturb- the fact that there's a three behind Clerks is, disturbs me greatly. Taken was clicked through as well as Branded to Kill. Um, Milk Money. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's the one that I get, I get brilliant. brilliant. Brian, uh, Avery loves it. Uh, I found it to be a little bit. I was confusing it with the Nightingale because I'm stupid. The Nightingale. Fuck to the yes. All right. Alien was clicked through as well as To Catch a Killer. Fuck to the yes. Originally called Misanthrope. It's from the director. Uh, we're talking about To Catch a Killer here. Uh, directed by the same fella who did The Wild Tales, Brian. Oh. And it's Mendelssohn yes. killing it, Brian. Love, Mendelsohn love, love, love. Killing it as well as uh, Shailene Woodley. Uh, Bo's afraid. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> the uh, Artifice Girl was clicked through as well as Biosphere. Her good things. Blackberry. Fucked the yes with the Blackberry. Mother, may I? The League. And somebody clicked through and got Asteroid City. Thank you for clicking through and getting that. I hope you enjoyed. Get back to the program. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts. We all know how important it is to keep your eye on the money and not just your own. To follow trends, track financial situations, follow gains and losses, check out the Yahoo Finance podcast. Every day, we'll give you a quick overview of the latest market and financial news that you need to know. You'll be able to hear about the biggest headlines in the business world in three minutes or less, right after markets close. It's perfect to listen to while you make another cup of coffee or work out a new budget. Check it out now. Listen to Yahoo Finance wherever you get your podcasts. That's Yahoo Finance wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we're back. Time to conclude our list of... uh mass destruction scenes. Anderson, you want to lay off number two? Wow. We're already there, huh? Uh-huh. That's how it goes. Sorry, I'm looking up the Nightingale. Nightingale needs to be talked about more. God damn, a Nightingale's great. Is there a Nightingale in Andor? The nightingale. Avery, you would love the Nightingale. Same uh, lady who directed uh, Babadook. Ooh. The Babadook. The Nightingale the crushes nightingale. it. These sensors are bothering me. Putting it on it's the list. so good. I'm sorry, Brian. I wish you didn't have to have sensors on your head. I wish we lived I, in a world where that wasn't a thing you had I to do. I wish I could get. I could have gotten the MRI at night. 
Then I would not have them on all day. Then we want to be able to go out and party and do crazy that's true, shit. That's we're going to do really tonight. Good point. You got the ski masks. <clears throat> uh, and my number two is another one that's a little bit of a layup, but I watched this more times than I should have this week, probably because oh, really? it delighted me every single time I saw it. And I also watched some behind the scenes stuff, and I really like that Mimi leader uh, as the director. I'm talking about Deep Impact. Uh, this is a movie that probably I should not admit this, but it, it got me a little bit. Uh, I choked up, especially with the Tay Leone uh, stuff oh. on the uh, beach with, with her dad. Um, she's a director of uh, The Peacemaker, not the one you're thinking of, but 1997's Another Peacemaker. Another goddamn Brian's Alley but situation. Deep, Deep Impact is the, you know, just like it says, it was a, a companion piece to Armageddon mm-hmm. almost, but they really, really, you remember this, uh, these impacts uh, yeah, yeah. affecting all of the things on the planet. And didn't it go like several States in? Yeah. Like and like every, wave? every single kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, different, uh, uh, landmark you could think of, uh, is getting taken out. And there's this old man who's just sitting, <laughs> sitting there reading a newspaper and he doesn't see it coming. And it's just, you know, it's taking people out. They're all running behind him and he's just clueless because he's old and it just takes them out in a flash. I probably watched that. I don't know, half a dozen times. It Enjoyable. was very funny. Every single time, deep impact, and it looks good on the small screen. It really does. I, it, it holds up all these years later, 1998. But um, really good stuff. Number number uh, number two for me is Deep Impact. Uh, lots and lots and lots of destruction, mainly from the waves. Mainly from the waves coming into That's New York right. and just taking people out. I'm going to watch it right now again. Deep Impact, Mass Destruction. Go ahead, Brad. Number two for me. Fair warning, everyone. There's a bit of a spoiler because this happens at the end of the oh, movie. Oh, boy. However, I'm talking about Underrated. Under, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't think Anderson feels as strongly about this movie as I do. But talk about Watchmen from 2009. Zack Snyder's Watchmen. So there's a fun scene at the end where uh, Ozymandias, one of the Watchmen, has sort of gone rogue, and he's uh, he's being set up as like the arch villain, right? He's being set up as the one they're all trying to stop from destroying the world, and uh, he explains his master plan uh, as all movie villains do to uh, Rorschach and Night Owl, mm-hmm. and he's like he's like I'm going to launch these nuclear weapons and make it look like Dr. Manhattan did it, who's one of their watchmen, and uh, thus uh, we'll, we're going to kill millions of people. However, it is at the, uh, uh, at the uh, service of saving billions of people because the world will descend to nuclear chaos if we don't do this. Right. And uh, you're, just, you're, just, you're just filling in the blanks with sounds. You have no idea what I'm saying. No, you're, you're Dr. Manhattan and they're going to... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Watch here. It's one of the funniest things you ever said. Yeah, Doctor Madden. People running on the streets. Oh, oh. Right, look at this guy. Watch this guy. There he goes. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> Watching Deep Impact. I liked Watchmen quite a bit. I there, I think it's underrated. There's a fun moment where, where uh, Rorschach, one of our hero, one of our antiheroes, uh, basically says, "We're not going to let you do that." And 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 Ozymandia says. Not going to let me? Do you think I'm a com- comic book villain? Which, of course, he is. But uh, in the movie, he's like, do you think I'm a comic book villain? I'm not going to tell you my plan if there's some even an infinitesimal chance of you ruining it. I set the nukes off 30 minutes ago. And we yeah. cut to uh, things happen, and we see the news going off, and New York gets destroyed. And then um, President Nixon, who was president in 85 in his fourth or fifth term, because the Watchmen <laughs> have helped him uh, win the Vietnam War, 
They covered up uh, Watergate, and thus he's extremely popular. And so uh, he's now in his fifth term, and uh, he's on the TV explaining, we will unite, we'll put aside our differences with uh, the Soviet Union and uh, fight to defeat Dr. Manhattan for this terrible blah, blah. And it's one of those principled villain moments where you're like, all right, that was evil, but that makes sense. I understand yeah. why you did it, actually. And even Dr. Manhattan's like, yeah, he's right. And then, then, then you know, things happen, and we'll see after that. But uh, that is a uh, mass destruction scene at the end of Watchmen. Here we go again. Phenomenal TV series. Watchmen oh, yeah. On HBO. I was barely aware of it. Very, very good. Everyone see? was talking about it at the time, but I haven't heard a whole lot about it's it. very good. And they, he had no desire to make anything more. He wrapped it up in just one limited series, and it same, was same characters? phenomenal. Yes Some and no. Yes. So but the same actors? Uh, Hard to tell with all the makeup and I don't think it was masks. the same actors, but some of the same characters. Blue Peen. It might have been Blue Peen. Uh, uh, forgive me. I, I was I, I conflated the two. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Armageddon's the one where you see more of the uh, the, the, the world uh, uh, worldly landmarks. And Deep mm-hmm. Impact is pretty much just New York. It's it's uh, oh, it's, yeah. most, uh-huh. it's mostly all, all New York. I just got to watch that again for the seventh time this week, Brian, while you were pontificating about, it sounded like politics and character motivation more than the actual destruction. Which so Jeremy Irons plays Ozymandias in the TV series. Yes, and he's phenomenal. Yeah. What was what was destroyed other than some bombs going off? Like were the things <laughs> New actually- York was destroyed by a nuclear uh, explosion. Okay. It was actually pretty, uh, at the very least, you must acknowledge that Watchmen is visually pretty stunning and uh, looks really good. There's a lot of Brian TV he just doesn't watch. He doesn't watch TV. It would be his favorite thing. I, he I just doesn't do it. life-saving tech, uh, uh, procedures to go through. Well, when you're not doing that, though, oh, he's also making TV about himself. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Mm. A lot of that going This is actually going to be a 20-part series, this documentary. God, so much good stuff. Okay, uh, number one for me. Here's the one that I, I did not. I, I love doing these lists still because all these you know years into it, and I still don't know what is going to end up my number one until you actually do the work and do the research and and sit down and and look at things and hey, read can things. I, can I? Uh, yes. Can I follow up by by your comment by just observing Uh-oh. and uh, maybe uh, I feel like you're going to hit me. No, no, not at all. This is just I had this moment because you talked about the documentary and how it's a TV show and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm joking. I know, but I'm watching. I'm it. watching uh, some footage the other day, yeah. and it's all about one day and one event, uh-huh. and it's ninety minutes worth of footage, hmm. good footage, and it's maybe going to be three minutes of screen time. That seems like a it's lot. Cr- it's crazy how how much how little this footage yields. You know what I mean? And that's just the formula for a documentary. I'm learning, but uh, just the idea that there is so much and yet so little will be squeezed from it. And this is surprising to you? No, it wasn't surprising. I know that I, I know they shoot a lot. I understand the concept that you shoot a lot of footage for a documentary. It just was mind blowing to me, like watching this thing that I lived through, and I'm like, oh, this is a good sequence or a good moment or whatever, like. This will maybe be seen for three minutes by yeah. people. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how do, you're you're suggesting that it's almost, it could almost be like a, its own like short or a featurette. There's a world where you could make something out of it, something longer, but in service of the larger story, right. it's three and a half minutes. Which might, yeah, okay, because I mean, if it was longer, it would probably drag, right? Yeah, exactly. It would be, it'd be a labor, but to you, a point that's already been made. To you, is like a, a big... 
Yeah, it was like, uh, imagine harvesting a field full of lettuce for one, you know, one salad. Here's how you got to think of it, though. You harvest that that field of lettuce, and maybe it's only like one salad, uh, one salad. But what if that salad is 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 eaten by? Well, this is not bad. But like, okay, how many people? Like three. Let's say it's three minutes in the in the movie. Let's see. Let's say like, hundred thousand people see it. That's yeah. three hundred thousand minutes of people experiencing that yes. that went into it. So with that's, the salad metaphor, I look at it as like, yes, we harvested whole fields, but goddamn it, we got the best. You know, we we cobbled together the best lettuce for this. As salad. long as it can still tell, you know, convey what you're trying to get uh, there with that, you know, that day. As anyway, long as that can I'm sorry, be I apologize for digressing, but that that was a moment. You really did. That was that was mind blowing. In 1997, uh, one year before both Deep Impact and Armageddon were released, uh, there were two volcano movies that were really? vying for attention. If you recall, there was Volcano, and there was Dante's Peak. I've seen neither. Dante's Peak. Me, me neither. Dante's Peak is my number one and Dante's peak really is my number one because the actual the ride at universal <laughs> the actual it's a big fan the actual destruction the scenes of destruction that this volcano causes mainly the water destruction is so gd impressive and they're and I saw how the they did water it. water destruction? Yeah, there's a, oh, a, I see. a, a yeah. dam that breaks uh, they built the dam they were using either Van Nuys or Burbank Airport. I bet it was probably Van Nuys, but I heard the conflicting reports which airport it was. But they built these things from every everywhere from quarter scale, which is like they were making like Hummers and the bridges, like a quarter uh, the size of a normal one, but it's big enough to make it look real when they did the camera angles properly and stuff. Like it looks like these bridges are actually collapsing. It looks like these cars are actually, and they're just small, smaller versions. Uh, they, uh, the bridge was like one fiftieth the side. No, they, the, 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 um, the dam was like one fiftieth, yes. but they actually broke it. And it's not like the old miniatures, like we saw even in Fitzcarraldo, which I love that movie. But I mean, some of the miniature work is just like embarrassing. They think just you know overcranking sure. the camera and slowing down, it's going to make it look like it's it's actually bigger than it is. But the way that they did it in Dante's Peak, I, it it's one of those typical movies which I kind of accused Mission Impossible Nine of being, which isn't really fair because there's so much lead up. But back in the day including this movie, just tons of fucking lead up or exposition and character development of characters sure, you don't sure. care about. There's a whole act and a half basically just for like the 10 minute ride at the end. But this 10 minute ride is really impressive. And I don't remember even liking the movie, but doing the research this week, uh, also just the destruction of everything. I mean, you, this is a hard one to, to do as well because like you got to actually kind of see these things, right? I wish this was a visual, wish we were doing this one, like at a live right. show in a theater or something. But uh, the the Dante's Peak um, money shot there at the end uh, is great. It's really really uh, good. I wish is it, worth, is it, it worth you. seeing the whole movie, or is this like a YouTube special? Uh, yeah, you could just watch the uh, the the money shots, at the end stuff. But it's yeah. it's really impressive. Fair enough. You gotta take my word for it. Where is Dante's Peak streaming? Because if it is, I you can just know. go. Well, I'm saying if it is, you can just fast forward to that part. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Look at, look at, like they, they actually destroyed bridges. <laughs> look, at, look at these cars. This is an actual bridge that came apart. Oh, uh, wouldn't you know it, Anderson? Streaming on stars. Stars is killing it. Look, they're at, fucking killing it. Oh, Linda fucking Hamilton. impressive. That's pretty good. How impressive is that? See, now I, I kind of got stuck with the, uh, the practical effects and uh, realistic effects when, but I mean, there's a lot of destruction, a lot, a lot of massive destruction because this is a volcano. It, it, it did damage. Okay. Small this little. is a prequel to uh, Fire of Love. No, it, 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 they probably watched it and loved it, though. They probably actually probably consultants could be consultants, or they might have like walked out of there going, "No, it'll never happen." 
That's not real. Full buildings just coming down. It's good shit. Number one for me. And it's before the CGI too. Anticlimactic, but number one for me is uh, the tsunami from The Impossible. Oh, really? Your number five, it's, it's, it's an amazing scene, and it's harrowing. I know I've used that word a lot, but it truly is. Like, this is... I don't know about you when you saw this, Anderson, but I was, like, dreading the scene. I was like, oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming early. The whole And you cared gonna... about the family. And I and you did, and the scene is just as terrifying as... I, I can't... It gives you... It does what movies, like good movies, should do like this, where it gives you a glimpse. You're not in it, obviously, but you're like, wow, I feel like, excuse me, I feel like I have some insight as to what these people must have gone through. It's like, you know, 2% of what they actually went through. That's that's what I, the feeling I had walking out of that theater, <coughs> was that you felt like you went through a small little, like you, yeah. it was one of those, you know, walk a mile in their shoes, even though that sounds almost like absurd because of what they went through. But yeah. the realism of it, it wasn't just spectacle. Like it, we, it wasn't like, it was arduous to go through, go through that movie. Totally. And I feel like it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a real shame that that movie didn't find an audience and more people didn't talk about it. it was, let's see if it's streaming. Let's do a service right now. Impossible. The impossible. The impossible. Uh, you can you can stream it on Roku channel with ads or rent it. And it's, it's a worthy rental. This is a solid, solid movie. The impossible. Not fun. Not following the fun. It's stuff. not fun, but it's such really, really adept filmmaking that it's. Yeah. Fun's not the right word, but no, it's not. It's 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 arduous, but it's rewarding. It's it's rewarding. It is. It's rewarding. It is. It's. I guess that's the best way to put it, Brian. Yeah. Highly uh, uh, recommend that that impossible. Indeed. All right. What the, what's the listener list looking like this week? Speaking of which, goodbye by the Mitch Burns. The listener list number five is a three-way tie, including the impossible. Yeah. Threads, which I've never heard of. Godzilla versus King Kong. A lot of destruction there. Number four, Deep Impact and the Destruction of Alderaan. Yep, aforementioned. Three, Fight Club and Dr. Strangelove. That's right. Two, Independence Day. Another guilty pleasure. And number one, Terminator 2. It's got to be T2. 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 I think like Fifth Element 2, like there's a... Well, an entire earth mm. gets destroyed. I mean, if we're just going for like the biggest, right? Like, yeah. There are where volume. Like, like the universe gets sucked oh, up. Well, in well, one tra- Transformers, the movie, a unicorn eats an entire planet. Yeah. See, like that would, but I kind of got stuck with the, uh, the realism of it all. And Indeed. Dante's peak kids. And they're in a race against volcano too. They're in a race that summer trying to get That's it done. True. Uh, some great interviews. Didn't with they the, come uh, out within a month of each yeah. other? They're both trying to get the, the jump on the release. They should have done what Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer did. Just make a good movie. How about that? <laughs> make a good movie and hope, uh, you know. Well, I mean, you can't do that because we're just sitting over here talking about how great The Impossible is and no one went and see it. So it's true. Yeah. So yeah. now what? Yeah. All right. All right um, let's, let's, oh, we already did our gambling. Let's see who, uh, I have no idea what Anderson's And then I got to let you know uh, a couple of movies you're going to be watching for the listeners well. Yes. And you can watch whatever else you like, but I got a couple assignments for you from the listeners. We're catching up, but we're still got a couple overdue ones, so don't let me get out of here without telling you that. Last week, we gambled on Oppenheimer. Anderson gets 84. We, 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 just, we submitted our votes ahead of time because maybe it would be impossible to get away from these scores. Yeah. So our votes have been submitted electronically to Avery without either one of us knowing. Andy gets 84. Brian, 92. Yes. 
With 318 reviews, the actual Rotten Tomatoes score is 94%. Seems high. Make it. It is high. Brian it's a good Owen. movie, though. It's, it's it's fucking Rotten Tomatoes. It's like good or bad. It's not, I want to. Who's going to walk out of there saying bad movie? Yeah. Even though we were sold something that. <laughs> Even didn't. though we spent 10 minutes nitpicking it. There's lots of nitpick there. And so, Barbie next week? All next right. week. So uh, we decided there wasn't uh, a lot coming out. I'm going to be laid up, and uh, let's just submit our votes for these two movies ahead of time. So next week, might as well just, should we say what it is? I want to know what it is. Yeah, Gambling on Barbie. Anderson gets 83. Brian, 92. Ah, nice. Current score. Yeah, 92 for both. With 317 reviews. Current score is 91%. Boom. Uh-huh. Boom. Making Brian the oh, this, well, this probable is... winner unless it drops for some reason yeah, a sure. week after the fact. Watch a minute. Pigs come out. Uh, all right. Here are a couple of movies you'll be watching while, yes. uh, while oh, you're here. away from Give me. it to me. Uh, for Tam Smith, you're going to be watching Last Looks on Hulu. Last Looks on Hulu. Last Looks. Oh, is that a 2022 film? I believe so. It's well, I already, a, I already uh, saved that. I already got that. Thank what? You. I already went to Hulu. Or you told me this. I went to Hulu and said. Right, well, I'm letting the listeners know as well. Right. Look, this movie is not well rated. Um, it was not beloved by the old critics over there. I had a very good time watching this movie. It's uh, definitely uh, taking a swing at Hollywood. Oh. Uh, the uh, the semi canceled. Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that is, uh, says horrible things when he's drunk. And uh, he directs. Yeah, oh Mel yeah, Gibson. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson plays a very fun character. I think. I think this seems like a Brian. Like a an upper tier Brian type movie. Last looks, a lot of Last fun. Last looks, a lot of fun. Idlewild, which is I have a, a a place in my heart for the little small mountain town of Idlewild. That's where Christy my camp takes the camp ago. takes place up there. And oh, that's, really? That's uh, that that plays a large role in uh, Last Looks. So Last is Looks, that the Sons of Anarchy guy. Yes. All right, I'm in. And then uh, also uh, John Campbell is having us watch Synchronic. Synchronic, which is a movie I've been meaning to catch up with for a while. It's from the guys that did a, did Spring. As well as that Loop movie. What is Spring and Luke? Loop. Loop. Uh, it's maybe you don't know uh, their work, but uh, they're laptop uh, filmmakers. Uh-huh. Some of the best early uh, drone shots I ever saw was in Spring, where uh, really interesting uh, work. It's laptop to me. Is the biggest movie they've done so far. Anthony Mackie is in it, and there's some good things. The rare film that's streaming on Netflix and Prime. Synchronic, what was that? What was, the, what was the name of the Loop movie? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. I was just talking about it last week. Loop. Uh, also, other movies coming up uh, for listeners. Uh, Alan Hassari is having us watch Dinner Rush. And then uh, Danny Leffler is having us watch But I'm a Cheerleader. We also got oh, Dog, Dogville coming up. Why does he want to see that? Jonathan Oxhorn. Uh, we have a music documentary on the yes. band XTC. This is pop. XTC, this is pop for Jared Patrick. That's coming up. And uh, High and Low will be seen before many of those, uh, thanks to Andrew Martin assigning this ha- uh, High and Low, which is a Kurosawa film that I have yet to see. So we got some good ones. Excited. We got some good ones coming up, guys. And I'm still waiting to hear from a, a number of you as well. T- and we'll be watching Cure uh, from TJ. Okay, let's, uh, let's wrap this baby up. That was fun. Oh, listener art. I was excited about the listener art. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Is that Mickey Drexler? He looks old. I believe it is. Why am I bald in one picture? <laughs> but I, I like the hair. I like the hair a lot. Nice work there, uh, Jonathan Oxhorn. As always, Jonathan, one of our more uh, consistent Prolific. and reliable uh, listener artists. That's good stuff. Yeah, Miller. 
Millard and Mickey Drexler. And if you want to submit your own, contact TFV at gmail.com. There you go. And if you want to see him, uh, Instagram and the website, AndersonandBrian.com, is the best way to check those go. out. Anderson and Brian has the Instagram handle. AndersonandBrian.com is the website. That's where you can go to see Jonathan's uh, art, or you can go to learn more about Take Today. There are listener artists, uh, feature artists this week, I should say. Thank you, Take Today. The film falls on Patreon. Lots of good stuff going on. Join our uh, watch-alongs. Those are a good time. Everyone enjoys those. We do. We're doing it remote now, which is actually better. Actually works out a little bit. Yeah, it's good times. Brian and I don't hold hands anymore, but uh, we are more, I think, engaged with the audience and with each other, strangely enough. Indeed. So uh, check that out. Anderson and Brian is the TikTok. Anderson and Brian is the Instagram. The Film Vault on Twitter and Facebook and the Film Vault Podcast on YouTube. Hey, thanks, Gio, Mitch Burns, Mike Cole, and Eric Kath. You guys helping the show go, and we appreciate your efforts a lot. What am I missing? Anything? Uh, LoadedForBear.com. LoadedForBear.com. What is it? LoadedForBear.com. This month, we'll be doing top five Tom Cruise running scenes. Uh, he, he runs the majority of his movies, and we uh, we take a look at that this month How on the Patreon. How clever will the bald man get? Pa- Patreon bonus top five that we do monthly. You'll also hear a red light, green light from either Florence or Diana. I haven't figured out which one's going to slot in there, so we'll figure that out. And uh, I guess, Brian, until next time. Yeah, what do we do? We do it for Van Gogh. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the future in this year's wildest super fun show for adults. Hey, gang, it's Josh Olson. And Joe Dante. And we want to tell you about our podcast. It's about movies. Josh, there are a thousand podcasts about movies. Sure, but ours is different, Joe. That's true, actually. Our guests are writers, directors, musicians, comedians, actors. Hell, we even have other podcasters on. We play no favorites, and they don't talk so much about their own work but about the movies that have influenced them and made them who they are. We call it the movies that made me. We've talked with people like Guillermo del Toro, Little Stevie Van Zandt, Martin Short, Ethan Hawke, William Freakin, Barbara Crampton, Jonathan Ross, Dennis Lehane, Mark Duplass, Adam McKay, Lorraine Newman, Jason Reitman, Alison Anders, Elijah Wood, Stephen Canals, Eli Roth, Joe Bob Briggs, Roger Corman, Bobcat Goldthwait, Leon Douglas, Dana Gould, Martin Campbell, Shane Black, Albert Hughes, Emily Deschanel, Joe Biafra, Larry Fessenden, Nicole Hawson, Shaka King, Lee Daniels, Roslyn Chow, Clancy Brown, Harvey Smith, Ike Barrow, Steve Arquette, Thomas Mildred, and Uwe Boll. It may not be highbrow, but it's lots of fun. Subscribe for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. In color to thrill you as never before. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.